Welcome to Open Source Voices, an interview series that explores the broader perspectives and implications of open source development. Now your host, Nicole Huseman. Welcome to Open Source Voices. My name is Nicole Huseman. Since its origin, the very nature of open source has lent itself to high levels of customization based on specific needs and requirements. As a result, Linux has emerged in every size, shape, and color. With this myriad of distros comes real complexities. Here with us today to talk about these challenges and how we might tackle them are Kelly Hammond, Open Source Software Engineering Director at Intel, and Michael Larabelle, founder of Pharonix Media. Welcome, Kelly and Michael. How's it going? Thanks, Nicole. Thanks, Nicole. I'm doing great. How are you? Before we dive in, Kelly, can you start us off by introducing yourself and what you do at Intel? Sure. I'm a software engineering director here at Intel's Open Source Technology Center. Uh, I manage engineering for some of the clear Linux software stacks, particularly for vertical segments like IoT, industrial applications, and a few others. And Michael, tell us a little bit about yourself and specifically your background in Linux. Uh, back in 2004, I started Pharonix.com as basically a Linux hardware review website, where at the time it was very difficult getting different computer peripherals from computer mice to modems and graphics cards working under Linux and basically documenting that experience over the years. And then as the Linux hardware support has improved, focusing more upon the performance and other features of the Linux support rather than just does it work or not. And in the process for the past 10 years now, developing the Phronix Test Suite as an open source automated cross-platform benchmarking framework for conducting hundreds of different tests. Linux powers 90% of public clouds, 82% of smartphones, 62% of IoT devices, and it's benefited developers and businesses of all types of all shapes. Certainly, there are advantages to highly custom distros, but Michael, can you talk about some of the challenges? Certainly. Um, one of the strengths of Linux is certainly the ability for anyone and everyone to spin up their own Linux distribution so they can cater the packages to their own needs of themselves personally or for their organization. But as time has gone on with a growing number of security concerns regarding Linux and all these different vulnerabilities these days, it's becoming much more difficult for particularly the smaller businesses to maintain their own Linux distributions that are derived from others and having basically a full-time job keeping up with security updates, package updates, making sure that you have the packages that all of your users need. And then it's also difficult for application developers to ensure their own software works across all these different Linux distributions. So it's a certainly a much greater maintenance burden these days for people to produce their own Linux distributions. Kelly, can you tell us a little bit about what you've observed? Well, when you look at what's happening and where Linux has really grown, one of the biggest areas has definitely been servers. And as cloud and Linux have grown, it's really driven changes not only in the content, but in the way that Linux operating systems are built. So it's not just about little pieces, it's about building in things like security and ways to get security and have that be ongoing. And also the need to deploy new features. The need to update is built into Linux and built into some of these modern use cases. You can't do that without having a modern continuous integration development model. 
constant change isn't the exception, it's the norm. And one of my favorite quotes around security was that it's like the laundry or the dishes. It's something that you always need to do. It's a job that's never done. And I think security and the need for updates is really the way that the industries are going. Then you think about some of the growth areas for Linux, and they're really trying to build on you know, not more of the PC-centric, but more of the cloud-centric model. I've seen a lot of the architectures and the um, you know, interest in growth areas like IoT are looking more cloud-like in their architecture rather than PC-centric, and that requires a modern OS development model to go with it. You know, that evolution really makes sense. Can you talk about Intel's approach to modern OS development and what we're seeing there? When you think about modern OS development in Linux, clear Linux is Intel's implementation of a modern Linux OS. We use it to provide an industry blueprint for implementing performance-tuned Intel features and optimizations in a single security-driven Linux distribution. That's kind of a lot, but it's also for going cloud to edge. So there's the modularity built in to be able to scale, especially when you start thinking about things at the edge that are building off of a more cloud-like architecture. The things that we're really targeting to have this provide is to reduce complexity for others out there. A big part of that modularity and the ability to scale is taking away some of that, you know, rote work, the security work, the things that are just ongoing, and allowing companies to customize and implement on top of Linux. Michael, as the lead developer of the Pharonix test suite, you test a lot that's out there. Did Clear Linux surprise you when you started to test it? When I first started Clear Linux benchmarking, I was certainly very surprised at that point for being performant compared to the other Linux distributions at the time. And then as time has gone on, I've continued to be very impressed by its performance, basically quarter after quarter or even month after month with the number of optimizations that the Clear Linux developers have been continuing to push. With one of the benefits of Clear Linux being their rolling release model, where nearly every day you can see new performance optimizations or updated packaging. And then I've certainly been surprised as well with the attention to detail in their optimizations, with them simply not targeting the most common workloads, but pretty much anything they can get after from the boot time performance to different scientific computing packages. So it's been a very interesting journey watching the performance evolve. Who do you think will benefit the most from the Clear Linux project? Well, pretty much anyone these days can benefit from greater performance. I think most Linux users would agree that any performance improvements are certainly better, especially at a time when different security vulnerabilities have impacted the CPU performance, where Clear Linux still is able to outperform other unmitigated distributions. But in terms of specific areas where I've seen the performance really excel have been within some of the modern deep learning and machine learning benchmarks from like TensorFlow, as well as interpreted languages like Java and Python and PHP. There's also been good performance within like some of the statistical packages like the R language. And then everything down to yeah, what I mentioned before with the boot time performance being very competitive, which is useful for many companies that are scaling up in the cloud to meet demand or other areas where they just want to respond dynamically in a very quick manner. So overall, it's been a pretty diverse area where the performance has really dominated. Is there anything that's different about Clear Linux that folks may not be aware of? Uh, well, there's certainly a lot. Um, Clear Linux's preference on optimized compiler flags by default. Their package management solution allows building some packages under GCC and others under the Clang compilers based upon how the performance is under those different compilers. And they've been pushing a lot of optimizations into areas like GCC and the GNU C library. 
for basically being able to have link time optimizations or different glibc optimizations and function multi-versioning to allow different CPU architectures to basically take a different generated code path. So you can still have binaries that will run on the older CPU architectures, but that will run even faster on modern CPUs while still having one binary. So you're not worrying about producing a different ISO or just different packages for each CPU microarchitecture these days. And then just a lot of fine-tuning, it seems, from the Linux kernel patches to different areas. Wow, that's fantastic. Kelly, can you tell us a little bit about where it's being used today? Clear Linux is currently deployed in the cloud. It's available in places like AWS, Azure, and Docker, along with clearlinux.org. So from a user or developer experience perspective, I think artificial intelligence is really a great application because it's so compute intensive. So you can really measure the performance in terms of time savings. Uh, I might be a bit biased. I use ClearLinux for some of my homework when I did a Udacity course for deep learning, and I definitely noticed the difference. When it comes to some of the edge use cases, I know automotive is an area where we've invested and are actively working through optimizations. One of the areas we've optimized is systemd boot time. Uh, And that really matters when you think about getting in your car on a Monday morning. You don't want to sit there for a minute waiting for your dashboard to come up with a little spinny sign on it. That's not acceptable in that industry. So we're working to address use cases like that so that we can have um, really quick responsiveness. It's amazing how often we just take these things for granted because they just work, and yet there's so much work being done underneath the hood. Michael, given all that you've said about the performance of Clear Linux, looking ahead, what are some of the things you'd like to see next from the Clear Linux team? On the performance front, certainly there are continued evolution in trying to squeeze out maximum performance as possible. But in general, there's just like a few other minor details to basically get over the final mile of being able to offer a great Linux distribution experience. Like right now, their installer doesn't let you easily set up a fully encrypted disk or setting up RAID easily for multiple disks in your installer. And basically, there's a number of small usability hurdles they could address to make the experience much easier, especially for newer developers that may be wanting to try out Clear Linux on their desktop or workstation so they can have the same distribution they're running on their own machine as they are developing for in the cloud or within containers. So that's certainly one area. And then another has been within uh, documentation improvements or basically just getting the word out over Clear Linux. There's still many in the community that seem to be confused over it or that think that there's some secretive magic that Intel's pursuing to get such great performance numbers or that Intel is somehow making the Clear Linux perform poorly on alternative CPU vendor systems, which isn't true. I've seen very great performance everywhere. And basically just making it more clear about all the different optimizations their team is investing, I think would do a lot to clear up basically this misconfusion I see occasionally in forums or on Reddit and other places. Yeah, you talked about usability, and it's so important to ensure a great developer experience. And then it's also so essential to clear up any misperceptions. Kelly, we talked earlier about Clear Linux's use among cloud vendors. As more compute is pushed to the edge, how do you anticipate the Clear Linux user base will evolve over time? Yeah, I think it's going to start being pushed into any devices that are connected and need security or devices that have a lot of sensors, including cameras, things that can benefit from clear Linux performance capability. Computer vision is a workload we're looking at adding that is compute intensive. We could really benefit from a performance boost. And I think computer vision is something that's rapidly growing in IoT. You You see that in things like autonomous logistics robots, for instance, but there's quite a few others out there. 
Fantastic. So one final question for you, Kelly, for developers who want to dive in, where can they download Clear Linux? That's easy. It's clearlinux.org, or you can try it in the cloud or in a container with AWS, Azure, or Docker. I definitely encourage developers to play with the code and send us their feedback and their content. What do they want? You know, what fixes would they like to see? So really like to hear back from people. Great. Well, Kelly and Michael, thanks so much for joining us today. It's been an absolute pleasure to chat with you about the move to modern OS development. We're looking forward to hearing more about Clear Linux in the future. Thanks, Nicole. It's been great on the show. Thanks, Nicole. This has been a lot of fun. 